0: Welcome to Revive Her, a transformative space where we break down walls to unearth the incredible power that lies within every
1: woman. We're your hosts, Haley and Noel. Dive into candid conversations about entrepreneurship, faith, and relationships, and the journeys that define us.
0: Whether you're a woman who's walking the path of self-discovery or someone who desperately needs to feel understood, Revive Her is your safe space to learn, heal, and grow. Are you ready? I wanted to die because I let myself get so mentally unhealthy and I didn't ask for help because I grew up believing Jesus is the only answer to all our problems. But what happens when you've prayed and you've read scripture and you've asked God for help a million times and you're still drowning in mental health issues? I don't know if you've ever experienced that, Noelle, but I almost feel like It's a consistent theme for me that I'm like trying to pray, read my Bible, go to church, do
1: all the right things. And sometimes I'm still drowning. Yes, all the time. Definitely. I feel that all the time. I feel like that that comes with the territory of what we do, but it's also life. And there's so many people that feel that same way.
0: Yeah. So today we want to talk to you guys about Jesus and therapy. Mental health and the church, all the things, because sometimes there's this stigma that as a Christian, if you seek outside counsel or help that you're not relying on Jesus enough, or you're not a good enough Christian, or you haven't prayed enough, or you haven't done all the right things. And it's just not true.
1: Yeah. It's so old school. I feel like that is so old school. I remember growing up and we've been open about growing up in the Bible Belt And I remember when we were growing up, therapy is just not something that people did. No, it's not something you like would hear about. It wasn't anything. And it was like, if you went to therapy, it was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, you were doing something wrong.
0: I feel like now it's almost like trending and it's like popular. And it's like the cool thing to do to have like a mental health diagnosis and go to therapy. And it's like so widely accepted with the younger generation, like Gen Z and below, but you know, I think the millennial agent up, like exactly what you said, it wasn't talked about and you didn't, you didn't go. And like my dad Oh, he's probably going to kill me for saying this on my podcast, but um, sorry, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Daddy. When I first started therapy like two and a half years ago, he was not on board. And it made me feel horrible about myself because I was, at, if you guys listened to episode one, like I was at the end of my rope, ready to die. I didn't have the drive to do all the right Christian things. Like I was done and I uh, started therapy. And that's really how I dug myself out of the grave. And when he found out that I was in therapy, he just, he just didn't get it. And I think a lot of it was a, I think part of it was a generational thing because, you know, when he was growing up, that was not ever talked about. You were a sissy if you went to therapy, like that's like what they called it. And so like, I think there was a generational thing there. And then you have the religious side of things of like, well, are you not reading your Bible? Are you not praying enough? Like Jesus can do anything and everything. And I believe that. I do. But just like someone that has cancer and needs chemo, like sometimes it can be Jesus and therapy. And it took him a long time to kind of get on board with that. But I think he saw the change in me. And I mean, sometimes we had some knock down, drag out conversations where I was like, dad, I'm not talking to you about this anymore. Like I'm done. Like you can yeah. either accept it and support me or I'm setting this boundary. Thank you therapy for teaching me boundaries, <laughs> but <or> I'm <laughs> setting this boundary and we're not going to discuss it. And I was at the point where, because it was life or death for me and I was learning about how to put myself first and take care of myself. I was at the point of Again, life or death. You either get on board, or I'm cutting you out of my life because I will not live if I don't do what I need to do. Yeah. And I think he saw that, and now like he's super supportive. Like he'd be like, "Are you still going to therapy? Like how are your sessions going?" And he's he's gotten there. And it, I mean, it took like two years, (laughs) but like he he made the effort and he saw the change and he's very very supportive now. But it wasn't always like that.
1: Yeah, and you know sometimes that reminds me of people seeing Jesus in us, yeah, right? Like they, there are some people that they're just never going to believe in Christ until they see it through you and Mm -hmm. they see the transformation through you. It's almost like if God can save me and if I can be saved, if I can walk this walk, then anyone can, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's the same thing with therapy. But I do think something that the older generation, like our parents, our grandparents, is they were growing up in a different generation, in a different age, and just, it was so different back then than it is now. Oh, yeah. The pressure, like, I, I mean, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, they didn't feel the pressure to be a wife, to be an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. to provide, to do all these things. They were homemakers, Mm -hmm. right? So they stayed home, they took care of their home, and we just don't live in that society anymore. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And issues just weren't widely talked about then either. Like, I feel like everyone's open about everything these days, like a little too much. It's like I get on TikTok, I'm like, okay, like maybe some things need to be kept inside. (laughs) But like, we are just so open now. And I don't, again, I agree. It's, I think it's just such a generational thing. But then there's the church aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember... I can't say that like any church I've ever attended explicitly preached this from the pulpit um, like directly, but I remember always feeling like it could only be Jesus. And if you needed help in any other way, or if you were struggling mentally, or if you had anxiety, like be anxious for nothing. God Mm -hmm. doesn't give you a spirit of fear. And it's like, but I'm human. And like, sometimes that happens. And so when you hear all these scriptures, not necessarily taken out of context, but just like the way that they were talked about, mm-hmm. uh, I They're guess used I against you almost yeah, like, yeah. And, and I'm not trying to place blame on the church. Like maybe it was just something I internalized myself because I had issues. I don't know, but I, I do remember m- so much growing up feeling like I couldn't, talk to certain church leaders about things because I was going to be judged Mm -hmm. for feeling like super anxious. And (laughs) I also had this thought, again, because of how I was raised in church and just like the, the stigma around it. I was so against therapy. And it's so funny because before I started my business, I worked in mental health. And so we did supportive counseling. Like I worked with therapists every single day and I believed in it. Like I Mm -hmm. saw it help people. I 100% was like, you need to go to therapy. Like this is going to help you. But when it came to me, I was like, I don't need therapy. You're exempt. Yeah. Like you're a stranger. You don't care about me. Like I will never
1: go to therapy. I said that so many times, (laughs) so many times. Yeah. And therapy, I feel like for me, it has helped me through so many things, but mainly like coping. Mm -hmm. It has helped me with reactions. It Mm -hmm. has helped me with like processing. It's really helped me figure out those triggers and those things in my life that set me off. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I, I can react better because I have those techniques that have been taught to me through therapy Mm -hmm. and people, I think they view your therapist as like, you're just, they're just making money Mm -hmm. on you. Like they don't want to help you and all of this. And that might be the case certain times, but when you find a therapist that you connect with, Mm -hmm. I feel like that is where you really like, you become the best version of yourself.
0: Yeah. And you have to want it. And I know some of you are probably sitting here probably saying the exact same things that I I did is like, I don't need therapy Mm -hmm. and I don't trust anyone. And I'm not going to tell a stranger my deepest, darkest secrets. And I get it. I was that person. And I was like going to my best friends at the time, like when I was in that really dark Moment, I was leaning on my friends and uh, before we started recording, Noel made a comment of how our friends are not our therapists Mm -hmm. and that she is so right. And I was bleeding them dry and I didn't see it at the time because I needed help so bad. And I was so against going to therapy and doing it the right way. And a pastor is not a therapist. Your best friend is not your therapist. They can support, like they can support you give you biblical counsel But like, that's where it ends. They don't have actual psychological therapeutic techniques that they can help you through
1: certain things. Absolutely. We just want someone to listen and we Mm -hmm. want someone to understand and we want someone that is going to tell us what we want to hear. And I think that's why we go to our friends. Mm -hmm. That's why you go to your pastor and because you know that they're going to respond out of love Mm -hmm. and sometimes, well, all the time, We need people who don't respond
0: and Mm -hmm. tell us
1: exactly what we need to hear. We need people who tell us the truth, but they tell it to us in a way that we can apply it to our life and literally change our habits, yeah. change those boundaries and just make a transformation within ourselves. And I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would vent. I would tell my friends, I would tell our poor pastor, he probably thinks we're <laughs> we're crazy. He's like, I know those girls, they are correct. <laughs> but my therapist is who has really helped me through all of the things, Mm -hmm. right? So you have all of this love from your pastor and your friends, but you don't have the application. You need the application technique so you can apply it to your life every day to see that change. And so that's kind of where I found that like toxic thoughts and like, they almost enable us like your mm-hmm. friends enable you, you, you know? And so I felt that cut in my life. Like, okay, these people are not going to enable me. They're yeah. going to call me out. You yeah. Know? Cause they don't know me. Mm-hmm. All they know is they're unbiased and they see the situation for what it is. And then they can help you. Yeah. And I fully believe in therapy. And I think, uh, if you're struggling in the church, like oh my gosh, if I go to therapy, like I'm lo- I'm not having faith or mm-hmm. I'm struggling with that, then go to a Christian therapist. Mm-hmm. There are so many like faith based counseling, and go to a therapist that is outside of your hometown if you don't feel comfortable. Yeah, make the initiative. Just make. I know it's a sacrifice. It's it's a sacrifice of time, but make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Take the drive go away from your hometown. That way you feel comfortable to really open up.
0: Yeah. When I first started, I drove an hour and a half every single week, sometimes multiple times a week mm-hmm. to meet my therapist. And it took me, I like that you said what you did earlier, it took me finding the perfect therapist because uh, I, I came from a therapy mental health background. So I knew the right things to say. I knew mm-hmm. I, I knew myself enough to know that the first four that I tried out. I did one session with the first like four four different therapists and one was the sweetest sweetest thing. And I was like, I'm going to railroad her. Yeah. Like I will play her like a fiddle. (laughs) She will not like, I will not get the help I need because I can tell that I can walk all over her because she was just so sweet. And uh, then just the other ones I didn't uh, jive with. So when I got to my therapist, this, the fifth one, and it sucked. Let me, let me say that Mm -hmm. if you are in the process of trying to find a therapist or you hear this and you finally make that step, Sometimes it takes a few tries to find the therapist that you really click with. But I promise you, if you keep doing it and you keep trying different people, it's worth it when you get the right one. So therapist number five, the first thing that I think it was like literally two sentences in our conversation after the introduction. She called me out on something right away. And I was like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> okay. And I, I smiled cause I was like, this is the one. Yeah. Cause she did not let me like have any BS in that session. And I was yeah. like, that's what I need. Like I needed yeah. someone who was going to challenge me mm-hmm. and you might be different. Like you might need someone who's going to be really sweet and kind to you and hold your hand. And like, yeah. we're all geared differently to how we're going to respond to people, but there's a therapist out there that's going to match your energy.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it is key. I have been through quite a few myself Mm -hmm. and even transitioning from in-person therapy to online because I work like Mm -hmm. crazy. I'm, you know, a mom and all of that. And in this season of life, that's what works best for me that's a transition. And that also it restarts the process. Okay. I have to find someone that I click with and that I jive with, but it is so powerful when you find that person that will call you out. Mm -hmm. Like you need someone that will step on your toes Mm -hmm. and call you out because they want what's best for you. Mm -hmm.
0: And what you said earlier about even having a Christian therapist, I want to kind of do the, say the opposite of that too. I was at the point I was, cause I was like born and raised in church and I was sick of Christian speak and I was just sick of like church talk. And so I didn't want a Christian therapist. Now I wasn't seeking someone to tell me things that didn't align with the Bible and like went against everything that I believed in. But I was like, I don't want someone to tell me to read my Bible. I don't want someone to say, I need to pray more. Like I need, I need real help Mm -hmm. because I have problems. Like I'm yes. so freaking messed up that I need like psychotherapy. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. I purposely didn't go to a Christian therapist because I didn't want to talk about the biblical things. Um, and then she just so happened to be a Christian. So we still talked about, it was like yeah. the perfect balance. Like she gives me therapy from a therapeutic psychotherapy standpoint that's backed by science but she also knows when to like tap into the biblical side of things and yeah. like Jesus comes up in our sessions and like scripture comes up in our sessions and how God feels about me comes up in our sessions. So I feel like I have a really good balance of the two, but I needed something that the church couldn't give me. Right. And I want you to hear that. I want you to take that and meditate on that that sometimes you need something that the
1: church can't give you and it's okay. Yeah, it's definitely okay. And when you feel, okay, so let's talk about this because I feel like it is a real issue and it's your feelings when you start therapy because there will be times that you feel shamed, just like Haley, you said you were Mm -hmm. shamed almost by your own dad. There will be times that you feel like, man, is this the right thing or is this the wrong thing? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I like giving in and is my faith being tested? Mm -hmm. Like what is happening here? I do want to hit on that because I feel like so many people that maybe you're not in therapy yet and you're considering therapy, but it's that those feelings, the Mm -hmm. feeling of fear, the feeling of looking weak, the feeling of how are people going to judge me for this? So what do you feel like Haley is your best advice to someone who is feeling that way?
0: I think you have to get to a point where you don't care. I think you have to realize that you're going to feel embarrassed. You're going to feel shame, but you're so desperate to change. Like you're so unhappy in your life that you have to just push through anyway. And I will say this, you don't have to tell anybody you're in therapy. So like, feel that way, feel the shame, feel the embarrassment, feel scared, but do it anyway. And you don't have to tell a single person that you're going to therapy. That is your business. If you keep it secret, so be it. Or if you want to tell the world, what I will say is you're in control. So do it scared. Like you'll probably hear me and Noelle say that a million times throughout different episodes. But if you're feeling scared, I almost think that means you need to do it more.
1: Yeah. And I like how you said, like, you don't have to tell anyone because I didn't, I didn't either. I didn't tell a soul I was in therapy or I was doing this, not even my own husband. I literally, I just went for me Mm -hmm. because I knew that I was in such a bad place mentally. And yes, I had been like healed and I had felt just so set free from that depression, but that didn't heal the root of bitterness, of rejection, of all of these feelings that I was feeling. And so I went for me Mm -hmm. because I knew I wasn't being a godly wife to Drew. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being the best version of myself for everyone. Like I wasn't being the best mother I could be Mm -hmm. because I wasn't taking care of me. So I'm glad you said that because I didn't talk about it. And Mm -hmm. I still don't talk about it enough that Mm -hmm. I go to therapy and that I do these things to help me because Mm -hmm. I go for me. That way I can be the best version of me for everyone else.
0: And what's really beautiful about that. Is that's exactly how I started out, too. I was sh- I was so ashamed of being in therapy and I didn't I think I told like my best friends and my f- I, my family and had to find out at that point. But uh, I kept it secret from like almost everybody else for a long time until I started healing and peeling back those layers in therapy. And then I wanted to shout it to the world. Like you'll probably get sick of me referencing (laughs) therapy if you listen to us long enough, because it, it just works. And when you start to feel that shift in your life, you're not ashamed because you're like, holy crap, this, this works. Like everyone needs it. And I'll, I say this with love. If you are listening to me right now, you need therapy. Like you may think
1: you don't, but I, there, I think every single person can benefit from therapy. Yes. Even in a healthy state. Yeah. That's why I continue to go because I continue to go because I've seen it work in my life. I've seen it help me. And so it literally helps me just be better. It mm-hmm. helps me day to day in like not losing my temper, not losing my mind over my job, not losing my mind over silly stuff like It really helps even when you feel like you're in a healthy part of your journey. Continue on. Even if you're in a healthy part, like just talk to someone. It literally, it helps on so many different levels.
0: Yeah. And I went for a specific reason, like thinking that I needed to work through this issue and this issue. And then I was like, well, crap, I have a whole lot of other issues I didn't even know about. (laughs) So like you might think you're doing great but I, there's probably underlying issues there. Cause that happened to me. And I was just like, oh wow. Like I have, I have more I need to work with. I had so many unhealthy patterns in my life that I didn't even realize. And then once we started unpacking those and I started understanding how they were affecting me and I, I saw it finally. And I was like, wow, like what I thought was a normal pattern and a normal way to live or a normal way to think because it's all I ever knew because of like trauma or things I'd witnessed or been through. I was told for the first time in my entire life that this isn't normal and this isn't healthy. And that blew my mind. So when we started to work through those things and I saw the shift in how, you know, I thought I was healthy in certain aspects, then I saw that I wasn't healthy and then I actually got healthy it was, it was night and day difference in how
1: I operated in life. Yeah. I love that so much. And I feel like that you can be a testimony for someone. So while you're feeling like, man, this isn't going to help me, or maybe you're in the thick of therapy and you want to quit because that's going to come to of like therapy doesn't feel good. The mm-hmm. first few times you go, I felt like I left therapy feeling worse, mm-hmm. but it's working through and healing because healing hurts Mm -hmm. their healing is freeing when you're on the other side of healing. But when you're in the thick of it, it hurts. But you can be a testimony for somebody. You can say just like me and Haley, hey, this works. Mm -hmm. If you're on the fence, go. And then people are going to see the change in you. Mm -hmm. So I love that. So God wants all people to experience their best life. He wants you to experience healing and happiness. So if you're ever feeling a stigma about therapy or even asking for help, or if you feel guilty for it, being Jesus and, we want to invite you to revive your spirit by meditating on this scripture. It's Proverbs 15 and 22. It says, your plans will fall apart right in front of you if you fail to get good advice. Man, that's powerful. But if you first seek out multiple counselors, you'll watch your plan succeed. So seeking advice or professional counseling means swallowing your pride. It means humbling yourself and being willing to speak the truth and listening to wise counsel because God wants all people to experience their fullest potential in life, even if that means Jesus and. And if you want to go deeper, download our free seven-day guide to revive your spirit in the show notes.